Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey everybody, it's Scott Johnson here with Diary of a Cartoonist. That would be me. Hey, I'm in the car driving. It's kind of loud, isn't it? Sorry. I am out driving around. Thought I'd take a minute to hop in and talk to you on the diary real fast. So I'm going to get a little political today. Um, I don't like to do that typically because it just creates a lot of kicking up dirt and everybody makes assumptions and so people are so passionate about their their side of whatever coin they're on and I I understand that I understand people being passionate about their belief system or their their political slant and that's fine and this isn't anything new I mean political argument is the thing of ancient times <laughs> I mean that's that's what we as human beings do we argue about politics especially old people or at least sometimes that's the case. And um, I uh, I don't like arguing, per se. I don't like getting in people's faces and having big rows about politics. But it's kind of weird, the time we live in, and the, 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 kind, the, the way that politics is perceived today or the way that it's conveyed and the way that we share information is all changed. So, so it's a different time for politics. And I think that's what makes things so polarizing sometimes is, you know, now I'm, I, I'm not, if I have a certain political view, I can't, I guess I can still do this, but it doesn't have the same effect. But, all right, sorry about that. Got a call, had to take it. Anyway, I don't want to drag this out too long, but anyway, we live in a different time. Stuff's handled in a different way. So anybody who's anybody who thinks that Fox News is not slanted on the, on the conservative side of things is crazy and is not being honest with themselves. And those who think that MSNBC is not slanted toward the liberal side of things is crazy and is not being honest with themselves. Um, so within that milieu of, of media and others who are, are, you know, impartiality is kind of a thing of the past because everybody's competing for eyeballs, whether it be on the web or in traditional media and especially anything resembling a 24-hour news network. Uh, they'll go to all sorts of lengths to, to get viewers and, and the eyeballs of people. And they'll do it uh, under the under the umbrella of this is journalism, but it's not the kind of journalism that maybe existed in times past. And some people would say, well, no, this sort of slant one direction or the other has always existed, and even worse in certain times, and maybe the late 1800s are a good example of a very biased coverage by newspapers and uh, at the time other ways of getting news to people. So, yeah, I'm not claiming that, that we have a monopoly on that now. I just think that we hit a period where 
for a long time we were really good about impartiality and now we really, really suck at it. And so I don't know that going backwards is such a great idea. But anyway, that's not really my point. My point is, if you broke me down into my political components, you would probably find a very interesting array of pieces. You'd find that I'm a lot of me is, is very conservative. A lot of me would look like, on paper, a Republican of some ilk or of some time. I don't know that I resemble Republicans, at least the way they're being portrayed today. Um, but I, there are many things about me that are very fundamentally... Uh, uh, conservative things. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very big on sort of libertarian issues, although I don't really consider myself a libertarian, but I'm a big sort of pull yourself up by your bootstraps, get things done, compete in the open market sort of guy. Um, so there's a lot of sort of financial uh, conservative conservatism in me. Um, and again, it depends on whose definition of conservatism you follow, because that's all changed ten times over in my lifetime. So I don't know if I'm even labeling it right. But yeah, a lot of those things, those values are in me. Um, but I also have a lot of social liberal in me. And again, that gets redefined 1,500 times. But I'll give you an example of where this dichotomy exists for me. I think that abortion is is a horrible thing. I think the idea of, a, of aborting an unborn fetus it's got to be one of the worst decisions somebody would ever have to make. And I don't even have a religious, you know, argument to why I feel that way. I just think it's a horrible, awful, terrible thing. As a father of three, it's the greatest thing I ever did was have kids, and I love my kids, and so I have my perspective and my little slant on that. And I just cannot imagine having to go through that. And then socially, how horrible it is for people to have to make this choice, live with that choice, always wonder if they'll kind of regret it. Okay, so there's the conservative in me. The liberal in me also believes very strongly that no matter how horrible that decision is, no matter how hard it is to make, it is still a decision someone should have the right to make. So, I'm (laughs) torn on that issue. Like, let's just make it real here for a second. Let's say one of my daughters is is pregnant because, er, accidentally pregnant at some point in their life. And trust me, we work really hard to talk to them about the advantages of uh, taking charge of your sexuality, uh, not being victim to mistakes or just simple errors in judgment or any of that, to, 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 to own themselves, Right? But part of that ownership is being able to make decisions that affect your body. And if my daughter came to me and asked me what I thought about, and again, we're nowhere near this in our household, but if I was, okay, and I know there are people who are suddenly shocked by such a thing that happening in their own home, if one of them came to me and said, Dad, I don't know what to do, I'm thinking about getting an abortion, I would say, you need to know that that is a really freaking hard thing to do and that it is a decision that will, whether you like it or not and whether you pretend it does or not, will affect the rest of your life. Because it will. If only from a social perspective where culturally they're going to have to deal with this idea. And anytime anybody says anything about a baby or says anything about an abortion, you're going to think about yours every time. Every time. So I will say that. And I will follow that up with, but it is your 
body, it is your decision. Now, maybe I have more say over that until they're 18, but let's say they're in their 20s and they come to me with this. It's their choice. I, as much as it may be an ugly choice, a terrible choice, a choice I would never make myself, how can I in good conscience make the choice for myself not to, but not allow others to make that same choice? There is no choice if there's only one option. You have to let them have the choice. Okay. So there's where I stand on that. That's just one tiny example. And I know even just, even, even me saying what I just said is going to cause all kinds of grief and emails from people. And that's fine. That's, I do this diary because this is where I get to really put it out there straight. And I'm not trying to avoid potential controversy. I'm just telling you what's in my head and what's in my brain. Um, I know people who have had abortions who regret it all day long. They regret it. They wish they would have had it, given it up for adoption, tried to raise it, whatever their other choices would have been. And there are definitely other choices. Uh, but I have to respect their, that they got to make it and should have, it should be their choice to make, not mine, not anyone's. So I'm at odds with a lot of people over that one issue. And I'm at odds with a lot of people on the other side who think that I shouldn't be a uh, I shouldn't be so what's the word abortion shouldn't be so abhorrent to me that I should just see it as a medical procedure sorry <laughs> not going to do that I can't do that it's just not in me to, to, to feel like this is oh yeah it's like going and get a tooth pulled good luck to you with your little abortion there it's a rough thing man but you know what you should get to make it and it is also not my place to be that kind of dad if this scenario was true where I would say yeah it's your choice but don't ever come home again you're dead to me and your mother that kind of stuff dude F that I'm trying to think of the single worst thing you could do because what do I really care about do I love my daughter or do I love saving face for, for me I love my daughter regardless of what she does where she ends up why would that change based on her behavior. I may be sad about it. I may wish for better for her. I may may really disappoint me and stuff, but I still love her more than I love what everyone else thinks. I could give a rat's a what anyone else thinks. And that brings me to my next issue, okay? So there's that. Oh, man, I, this is going to go on forever, so I don't want this to be the longest diary you've ever heard, and I don't, you know, I'm sure half of you are already pissed at me, but on the other hand, I actually live in a fairly conservative community, to say the least, and um, one of the things that I run into a lot is there is a lot of love around here for Glenn Beck, um, partly because a lot of people share the same religious affiliation as he does, and so that somehow means something, um, but also because he is also, you know, he's definitely in the conservative ilk, and I would call the extreme conservative ilk. Uh and way of thinking, but um, the, the the problem that I run into is there's sort of a sense around here that if you don't totally buy into what that guy's saying, that there's something wrong with you, that you are headed toward a horrible end. And I treat I keep reminding people that yeah, I think I think Glenn Beck's a freaking wacko, and I think he is way out there, and I think most of what he does is faking for TV anyway, and he's an entertainer first and foremost. And that we should not put so much credence into people to make $40 million a year based on our gut reactions, emotional reactions, and overall irrational thinking. Um, but it doesn't stop there for me. 
I think O'Reilly's a little nutty, although he kind of entertains me. I think I think uh, Sean Hannity's completely full of crap. Um, I think all those guys are nuts. I think Sarah Palin is a freak. Uh, but guess what? Equal time. I think Keith Olbermann is a nut job. <laughs> I think that Rachel Maddow is talking out of her butt. And I think that Chris Matthews is a dork. <laughs> In other words, I just can't do the extremes. I can't do these polar opposites. They're so far off from each other that they're almost touching each other. They're so far away that they're almost the same. What they're talking about, I don't care about. I am not interested in Glenn Beck telling me that the hammer and sickle symbols are in the Rockefeller building in New York, all right, under our noses. Oh, this whole time, as Russians are going to be popping out of the manholes and saying, let's be communist. Dude, what freaking ever? And on the same note, I can't, I can't listen to Keith Olbermann rant on for hours about what he has, you know, what problems he has with conservatism or what, you know, stuff he would say about Bush or whatever. I just come from a rational middle where if you're being an idiot, then I'll call you one. There was huge chunks of time where Bush was a freaking idiot. And there's time right now while during Obama's presidency where he is not doing stuff he said he was going to do. Got no problem calling him on that. But I'm not going to buy into old people shooting squads or Bush is listening to my phone call right now or whatever either extreme is talking about. It's like everybody just calm down, chill out a little bit, quit bringing religion into everything. That's the other thing. So this is, okay, I'll make this my main point. My problem with the religion part getting thrown around when in, in politics is this. And maybe it's, this is simply comes down to how I was raised. Religion has got nothing to do with any of it. it religion is a personal, individual, and close-knit family experience. It is something that you believe in, sometimes struggle with, have challenges of your faith in. Sometimes you walk away from it completely. Other times you're comforted by it. Many times you're in it for selfish reasons. Sometimes you're in it to help other people. Whatever, whatever your reason for being a religious dude is, it is between you and the God you believe in. Or whoever that form, whatever form that takes, it is not about public discussion. It is not about what other people think. I could care less what anyone thinks. And therefore, I could care less what they do. And so when religion starts getting in the way of social issues, I get irritated. Because it's based on this premise. For example, freaking out because big gay people want to get married drives me bananas. I'm not gay. I have no, I have no desire to do anything with a dude. Okay, nothing. But I don't care what they want to do with each other. It's not my choice. It's not my point. It's not my thing. If some dude and some other dude are, for whatever reason, are attracted to each other, dude. Good luck to them. It's awesome. Have fun. Go off. Do your thing. I have nothing to do with it. They are not making my children gay. They are not making our world gay. They are just gay. And if being gay is awesome for them, who am I to say whatever? I know I know plenty of dudes who rail against gay people and think they should be kicked out of everything. 
who in secret are doing the worst things ever to their wives and they're cheating and they're doing terrible stuff, unmentionable things behind the curtain, dude. So none of that has any credence. So I can't take anyone else's opinion seriously. So do what you want. There, <laughs> it doesn't make me gay for someone to get married who's gay. I don't care. I honestly, I just don't care any more than they should care about what I'm doing. I'm, I'm married to the greatest woman I've ever met. Does that mean I have the right to tell everybody you need to get married to somebody just like her? You're, you suck. You're out of here. Okay, all the stuff I'm saying is very controversial to some people, and that's too bad. That's how I feel. Uh, above above all things, I just believe in the human right to, to believe what you want, say what you want, live how you want, work how you want. And I think that it's... It, what, what ends up happening is people work harder to, to do better. They're not, it doesn't mean, ah, I got all this freedom, I'm going to be a jerk. I'm going to sit around and burn people's houses and, you know, there's always going to be some crazies out there, but most of us just want to leave a good mark. Most of us want to have a good relationship, want to raise good kids, want to raise moral, uh, raise a moral family. And by moral, I don't mean all the touchstones of the political, you know, freak out. I'm talking about be nice to people. Be charitable. Somebody looks like they need some help, give some help. Give them your time. You know, do the kind of work you want to do that's satisfying. Treat your sister better. Give your mom flowers on Mother's Day. Anyway, I feel like ranting about it because I just feel like it's all convoluted. Everybody just needs to calm down and just think about what, the, what matters to them. Just think about what's valuable in their life. You know, what's... What has meaning and, and, and forget about all this other stuff and what other people think. I don't care what anyone thinks. They can go take a flying dump. <laughs> I care about people, but I don't care about rickety dumb opinions that don't have any real bearing on them or anyone else. And I don't I can't take hypocrisy anymore. It's the hypocrites, dude. Oh they are all around us. I'd rather be a guy who makes mistakes and has no problem admitting it. Has opinions that are dumb and has no problem admitting it when he comes to the truth. You know, it's just just making your way in the world today. It takes everything you've got. <laughs> and we'll leave it there with a the cheers reference. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully this wasn't too ranty, but uh, I enjoyed our time together as I always do. Uh... Hopefully a new uh, diary coming soon. Nerdtacular right around the corner. Plenty of content coming from that little get-together. So stay tuned for that. I hope you will all uh, enjoy yourselves and uh, keep listening to the diary. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.